1: Okay, you can't show it because I'm in a towel. I was gonna say, are you naked? I'm in a towel. I just got back from the gym and out of the shower. I got back in bed. This is a nude
0: podcast. (laughs) Okay, let's just get this thing going. Okay, so this is kind. We're we're going down memory lane a little bit, but things are different. I have Courtney who. We heard from uh, how long ago? Like two years. I totally had bangs. You did. <laughs> and you were so pretty with them. With Jason, who, oh, wow, what is her ex husband from Married at First Sight?
1: That is correct. Things they are a change in. Yes, it has been, um, it has been a lot. A lot of stuff has happened since we talked last. I mean, some bad stuff that turned into good stuff. So, I mean, I think it's it's good. The news is
0: that Courtney has a hot boyfriend, so things are, <laughs> things are good. But we gotta we gotta kind of talk about some some poopy things to get to some good things. So, yes, Courtney, you guys were separated for a long time, but didn't say anything. But the entire world was like, "Where's Jason? Where's
1: pictures of you guys?" Mm-hmm. How long were you separated? So we had a plan, first of all. So like I left New York in June of 2018 because I was coming to North Carolina to work for my family. And like, so let me, let me backtrack a little bit. So before that, um, living in New York, I was trying to get into the union and I think it was 2014. I broke my foot and I was so close to getting everything, like all the credentials that I needed and all the things to apply for the union, but I wasn't there in hours yet. So when I broke my foot, I couldn't walk for five months and I had to learn how to walk again. And just like that recovery was insane. And I felt like, well, I did miss out on a lot, a lot of opportunities. And then I felt like I was so far behind. And then all my friends that I was working with, they got into the union. And at that point, you're like, OK, the circle that I just built, that we were all working together and helping each other out, it all just went. I mean, it didn't go to to shit because they, yeah, Yeah. they got, they went to the next step and I was just really far behind. So I was upset. I didn't know what kind of direction I was going in. Mm -hmm. Um, I was nannying for a while and that was great for me for the time being, but I just feel that a lot of things have like their place and their season and you know when it's done and it's time to go to the next thing. So I had talked to my parents starting back in October the year before in 2017 about my dad offered me a job and he was like come and work in our raleigh office give it six months learn the business see if you like it because you need to do something different so i thought about it for a while then jason and i talked about it and you know between october 2017 and june 2018 that's that's a solid seven months there you know after yeah after the holidays and you know we had things going on things that were already planned And we sat down and talked about it, and it was decided I was going to go for the reason of working for my family's company and to see what happened. So it was an emotional goodbye. I packed stuff for six months. I drove myself down to North Carolina, and we both knew in the back of our heads, too, that this might be the start of something ending. And I needed a change. And so technically, I'm the one who left, but at the same time, So many things had happened. I was unfulfilled because of my own self. I needed something to do. And like there were, Olivia, there were so many days that like I did not leave the apartment. I ordered seamless four times a day. Like that's aggressive. I gained so much weight. I was like, all I did was watch TV and like I was just like a bum because I didn't have anything to do. And here and there I would do stuff, but that's, I've never been like that. And that's not the way I wanted to live my life. And then, you know, also... Jason was working in his career. He was working in the fire department, but he was also wrestling. And like, I'm not trying to sing a sob story of, Oh, poor me, but I am a person that I do need a lot of attention and, um, I can say I'm, I'm needy and yeah. And it was just like, (laughs) we had different priorities and I just, it was a lot of that and more, but that's ultimately why I decided to take the opportunity in North Carolina with my dad And then things just like I got happier and like he and I talked a little bit here and there, but we did take time apart to reflect. And I'm not saying it was still easy because I know that I was a couple of months in the healing process and like the separation and understanding that that's what it was. And it took him a longer time to get there. And also, you know, being separated during the holidays is hard for anyone in general, but like. I knew it was breaking him too. And then in November, I went up there to pack the rest of my stuff. And like, I packed the rest of the stuff. Actually, he packed a lot of it for me because he was going to have to leave the apartment because it was an expensive apartment York, for one yeah. person. Yeah. And then, um, it was like a blessing that he had a roommate from, um, the fire department to be able to like move in with him. But I'm not really sure how long he was there, but you know, he, he, he packed the stuff. I went up, packed the rest of the stuff. I was there for a weekend. And then UPS or FedEx picked them up. And that was the last time we saw each other. And, you know, we waited until after the holidays to file for divorce. And even though we had been talking about it, it, to- it takes a long time. And I didn't even get the papers finalized until way long after it because it took that long. Yeah. So it's like a real divorce. Like it's not like
0: it's something married at first sight where it was never real.
1: Oh, it was always real, Hold on, I got a notification. It was always real. And you know, something that's so it still irritates me and I know it shouldn't. People are always like, "So it, what what do you mean it's a real it, it's a real divorce? Doesn't the show pay for everything? Exactly. Don't they do this? Don't they do this? maybe if you get divorced in the first 6 months, they pay for it?" But like and not to like get into that financial stuff, but we were also We weren't assholes to each other. A lot of people in divorces, they're assholes to each other. They have kind of more at stake in terms of owning property, children, owning stuff. We can honestly say we had no assets, um, not any assets together. And things that were his, and I didn't have anything other than um, financial debt because of student loan. And he had savings, like that sort of stuff. We didn't mess with, with, with each other. I didn't go after his pension. We put that kind of stuff in the divorce because that's screwed up. If you try and take something of someone's, it's like, we wanted a clean slate. He needed to start over with his life. I needed to start over with my life. And now there's nothing that ties us together.
0: You've said, I was reading obviously your statements and whatnot, and you obviously gave it a lot of effort before it ended. Like what did you, what did you both put into it? Like, how much effort did you put into it?
1: Like trying to fix things. Yeah. Um. I mean, the whole time we were together, it was trying to work and fix things to make it so we could be happy and to move forward into the next step of our life. And I think that when, I mean, we both had always decided that we wanted children, but then things a little bit down the road changed and. I think too, like realizing your age, at least for me, I felt pressure from myself. Like, you need to have a child now. You need to have a child now. And I don't think that we had the foundation in our relationship to bring a child into this world because my personal opinion, and I'm sure people are going to disagree with me, but babies don't fix marriages, babies complicate marriages. And like, I think a lot of people have kids as a last resort to be like, okay, this will be the glue that sticks us. If we had had a child it i things it probably would never would have changed. It yeah and like yeah. it could have been way worse and then we would have been ruining a kid's life. And you know it's I just really think that things happen for a reason and I don't discredit any moment that I've like with Jason at all. Like our marriage served a very large purpose in our lives. I know for me it brought me back closer to God. It also showed me how selfish of a person that I am. And like, I'm still a selfish person, but I have seen myself make some improvements and being more vocal about what I need versus what I want. And also handling conflict. I did not handle conflict well with him at all. Like flew off the handle a lot, (laughs) borderline psychopath. And like, but it's true. And sometimes I don't know how he put up with me for as long as he did. And I was a lot to handle and I don't know, like looking back at some of the stuff and like some of the fights that like stick out in my mind that if I had reacted a different way, it could have been a, it would have been a different like two weeks after that. And I think that um, that was something that, you know, even when we had expert help, that was something we were reluctant to talk about and, or at least I was. And um, because I didn't like having cameras on me when I was dealing with a problem and, like, I remember, like, some of the notes that we got even during, like, the spinoff for yeah. Married Life what, yeah, what was, like, you guys edit yourself. Stop editing yourself. And I didn't realize what that meant until, like, I guess, like, recently until after all of it was over and I could look back and be, like, oh, my gosh, I didn't always say what I wanted to because sometimes I acted like a psychopath and, like, I didn't want people to see that or, like, you know. I just I've changed a lot, and I'm thankful that I've changed a lot because yes. the mistakes I made in the past, I'm not going to make those mistakes in a new relationship.
0: Woo woo Well, <laughs> married at first sight when you guys got married and did the process is about mm-hmm. probably as long as the Bachelor is, but the, with the spinoff was the one that was super super long,
1: so long, and
0: like probably really exhausted both of you.
1: Well, so. I don't want to say getting married to a stranger is a piece of cake, and of but you know, we had no problems during filming with each other. We were just like, we did a great job. We were living our lives. Like all of that was completely 100% real. Things got hard after the cameras left. when as when Jason's mother passed away. Right. And um, that was a very hard summer. And that was a very hard time. And I'm very thankful that it happened without the cameras, because I'm very, I mean, I still consider myself protective of him, but um, I was fiercely protective of him. Like, I wasn't going to let anybody hurt him in any way, shape, or form, and I was going to stand in front of him like a damn bull, and you can come at me, (laughs) but don't come at him. And, like, that's that's how I felt. And, like, I even remember when we did the reunion, pushing him to talk about his mother's death and all the details of it, and I was sitting there, and I'm looking at his face, and I'm like, he he's not he can't speak right now. So I like jumped in and I talked for him. I remember I said like you know it was a very private moment. We were both there with her, and I don't remember what else I said, but yeah, yeah.
0: no one will ever argue though that you didn't handle that time like a champ. Someone wrote in saying, "Courtney, we love you. You handled that like a champ. So <laughs> that was good." You spend one third of your life in sheets, so they should definitely be comfortable. This holiday season, gift yourself or your loved ones the coziest sheets around from Brooklinen. Brooklinen has one mission, to make you comfortable without breaking the bank. You can find sheets, bathroom towels, robes, shower curtains, bath mats, and super soft loungewear, so you're getting luxury products without the luxury markup. If you like softness, comfort, relaxation, Brooklinen has it all. I fall into bed at night onto my Brooklinen sheets, and gosh, it's like falling into a soft and silky cloud of beauty. Right now, Brook Linen is having their Days of Gifting, so each day there are promotions on different items on their website. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that they offer a lifetime warranty on sheets, comforters, and towels. The only way to get access to Brooklinen Days of Gifting event and get free shipping is to go to brooklinen.com, that's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, and if you're hearing this after the holiday season, you can still use the promo code OLIVIA at Brooklyn. For 10% off and free shipping anytime. Brooke Lennon, everything you need to live your most comfy life. So, I do want to ask back to yeah. this whole separation thing. At one mm-hmm. point, everyone's commenting, you could post a photo of a flower, and everyone would say, Where's Jason?
1: Oh, my God, I know.
0: You even posted a photo with you and him, and the caption was, like, STFU or something like that? Yeah,
1: and then I turned the comments off. I love
0: the pettiness of that one.
1: <laughs> well, that was when I was in New York um, in November for uh, packing my stuff and stayed the whole weekend, and we had a great weekend, and it was kind of like for me it was like the closure that i needed Mm -hmm. um for him it i can't speak for him but i think that at that point we were on different pages a little bit in terms of where we were in the timeline but um yeah i know i was being petty and he told me not to do it and i was like i'm gonna do it i saw that and i was like i love (laughs) yeah was that even
0: Um, that was like an old photo yes no
1: it was was literally from from that that night we took it that night yeah because we were at a party but then over the summer when I was like on a lot of bachelorette parties I had back-to-back bachelorette parties I was like and I was real drunk for Mm -hmm. a lot of it but then like (laughs) because I was spending so much time with my girlfriends and I kind of was able to escape what was going on but at the same time like when I came home from like those weekends I lived by myself in Raleigh I didn't I mean, my apartment had four walls, a roof over my head. So in that aspect, it was great. But, you know, I was living very minimalist. Um, You make less money in (laughs) North Carolina than you do in New York. Um, And, you know, I had to come home at night. I went to work. I went to the gym. I came home at night. That was hard because I've never lived by myself before. Um, I feel like it was pretty adult. But at the same time, I could have easily gone out every night. I was not interested in making new friends. I got enough friends and like, that's not any offense, but like I have a good circle and a close one. And I just, I needed to be okay being alone. And one of the things I didn't want to do was the first guy I thought was cute, be like, Oh my God, he's the best. He's blah, the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So yeah, he's the, he's the one. And if I'd done that, then I would be in the exact same situation that I was probably with Jason and like not really being happy because i didn't handle my own bullshit you know like and a lot of that is how am i gonna expect someone to want to be with me when i don't even want to be by myself you know
0: Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> yes and did you ever want to comment back like when people are blowing up where's jason did you ever just want to comment back and be like yes we're not together anymore it's very hard to stay silent about things sometimes it's really hard
1: Well, we did have a, it was really frustrating. Like he stayed off of social media a lot during that time. I did not, which maybe I should have probably would have caught like saved some like pain for both of us. But, um, I'm stubborn, I guess. And also, I don't know, but, um, wait, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) Commenting back at all the haters. Oh, commenting back. Oh, so I remember when I was in Key West for my best friend's bachelorette party, Chantel. I bought these tidy whities on like Duval street that said, I love to fart. And I <laughs> still think it's hilarious. Yeah. so we put, we put them over our regular underwear and bent over for a picture and it was in our hotel room. And I captioned it, look back at it. The things people said, you can't do that. They were insane. Like telling me that I wasn't a Christian. And like some of my friends, like, a lot of my friends like took up for me too in the comments and they just like all my friends would take up for me in the comments and then like people like fans show too and it was like so I went to the filters and I would filter out comments so or words so then I couldn't see it other people could see it so I don't even know how bad it got but
0: ignorance is bliss
1: yeah so I mean I think that
0: helped too but you mentioned at one point that one of the ideas that you and Jason had was to maybe divorce and then date. Mm -hmm. Did Did that, how long did that idea last or how soon after you divorced were you like, yeah, no, we should just be divorced.
1: Um, well, so we didn't even file until 2019. So we were waiting on until after October 31st of last year, 2018, before we were making any moves in general. Okay. And he had asked me to come and get my stuff earlier because to be fair, it it wasn't fair to him that, you know, I got a clean break. I I didn't have to look at stuff of him. I was in my own apartment in North Carolina and he still had to look at my crap, my stuff there, things we shared together. And I remember we talked about that in September and we got like, and I cried and like, but I was putting it off because that meant that it was going to be it really was going to be the end. Yeah. And I remember too like when I was up there packing my stuff we said to each other like what are we doing? And when I left that was that was the end for me when I packed my stuff up the the rest of it. I have a puppy in here that wants me to open the door. Can you hang on a second? Yes. <laughs> okay. Long as the towel stays on. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Come in, puppy. Okay, I'm back. Can you hear me? Our
0: puppies would be friends. Oh,
1: uh, what? Wait, what kind of puppy do you have?
0: So I have a Chinese crested, which I'm like no <gasps> one knows what they are. They're, they always win ugliest dog of the year award. I'll show you a <laughs> she's so cute. She's but she's. I would say she's so ugly. She's cute. Okay, so you didn't wanna you when you moved out. That was all done with that. Mm-hmm. This is just random. Married at first sight questions.
1: But did yeah. you have to like tell them? Well, that's part of the reason we waited, too, because we we needed to figure out what we were going to do. And, like, even when I, all my stuff came back to me here, I like, he still might have come for Thanksgiving that year, and I had still invited him to Christmas. So, like, we didn't really know what was going to happen. We didn't know. But then I didn't realize that that had been my closure until months later. I didn't realize that that had been the point where I was like, I can't go back, even though like it hurt. Yeah. And I wanted to go back. I was like, I can't go back because the free, not like the freedom and like the healing that I had already experienced. And I was just, I was a happier person and that's not his fault. It's how I explained it or some of the things, like I said to like my parents and my friends, and I'd even said to him was like, the reason I left is not your fault. It's my fault. And we just, priorities and things like he just wanted different things than I wanted and that's not fair for me to tell him he can't do the things in his life that he wanted to yeah and I did tell him that like a couple years ago I told him something about wrestling and I thought I was in the right and then you know looking back why Why would you want to make your partner give up something that they loved and that they were passionate about? That's not fair, and it's not right. And, like, that was one of the reasons, too, that I knew something else is out there for him and something else is out there for me. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And then it wasn't, like, something like, you know, the bachelor at a certain point, if you break up, you got to give the ring back. Like, I mean, you guys were married for five five years. so. hmm I'm sure they didn't really need to be involved in the divorce, like the production company and all that. They were
1: So, that was I mean, we waited for I think the October 31st, would it something contract-wise, but it was for our married life, like if they wanted to renew it, which we hadn't been doing it for over a year. Okay. So that's that's when we were like, okay, after this we might talk about it. But we were just we also didn't know. And then even when I said something on the Internet in March, I sent a text to him and to one of our um, PR people. And I was like, "Okay, I'm going to give him 30 minutes to write back. If they don't write me back, I'm posting it. And, you know, our PR lady, she was on the East, I mean, the West Coast. So I doubted she was up at 530, but sometimes she is. And then I think Jason wrote me back like 10 minutes after that. And he's like, well, I wish you would have waited. And I was like, I'm sorry. I just, I got fed up. And I was like, this is literally keeping me from being able to move on with my life, constantly being berated on the internet, getting told lies about yourself and reading the freaking lies or people saying all this stuff. I was like, this is not fair. But then at the same time, like, I probably flew off the handle a little bit, but I was like, there's... I was like, there's just got to be an end to this because yeah. it's dragging you back. Like, it's it was dragging me back. And Yeah.
0: Did you encounter, at least with the fan base, like a, a Team Courtney, Team Jason kind of thing? Like, were people
1: mm-hmm. kind
0: of picking sides, if you
1: will? Not really. I mean, there were always... I would say there's a handful of people who always want to make someone be the villain. It and was. I... And then that was going to be me, which is fine because of things I post on social media and like me drinking and going out and making it look like I didn't care or I wasn't struggling. I just didn't, I've never really posted that on social media. I don't post myself crying. Not that he did, but like, um, I just, I didn't post it. And, um, I kept that as private as I could, I guess, like I said earlier, I probably shouldn't have been on the internet as much as I was. That probably was, you know, pulling me back, too, if I had just been a responsible adult. I probably would have just deleted Instagram off my phone for a while and not looked, but I guess it's like being a masochist. Like, you don't want to look, but you look. I just feel like someone
0: always has to be the bad guy. Like, a a breakup can't be amicable. It has to be, like, that you did this and you did this. And no one actually knows what the hell went on except for you guys, but...
1: And, you know, he's never, ever once said anything bad about me. And I know that he won't because that's the person that he is. And I'm lucky for that, you know. And even when I do talk about stuff like why we got a divorce, I'm just saying how I know I screwed up.
0: Yeah, you haven't said anything about him.
1: Because he was great. And things weren't his fault. And it's just... Things change, you know, and people change and we changed in a different way. And some of it was I needed to change and some of it was you get one shot in this life. And I wasn't as supportive of what he wanted to do as he needed his wife to be. And that's because I wasn't meant to be his wife for forever. Wow.
0: That's really powerful.
1: Makes me sad saying that. But like I see how he has moved on with his life and how he is thriving. Yep. And he's doing what he wants to do and doing what maybe he was meant to do. And that's important when you have a partner that's in it with you like that. And I think that this is the silver lining over, yes, we both went through so much heartache and it was so painful and didn't know if we were ever going to be able to feel feelings again. But like, look at him now.
0: Look at you both now. Look at you both. Do you think he would have left had you not kind of pushed it forward?
1: I don't know. Um, I think that he would have been settling for me. Yeah. Um, if I think I'm, I'm not really sure because we. I don't think we're good at like knowing what the future was going to be, and because um, I think it's like hard to plan. But um, if he had stayed with me, he, I think he would have been missing out on what his life was supposed to be.
0: He probably would have said the same thing you're saying. Like, yeah. We, we we can support each other without. By leaving, you know. Yeah. In many ways, maybe I don't know.
1: Hmm. Maybe it's it's hard to tell because, like, I just I don't know. I th- I feel like we were both so different then too. Like, I've changed so much that I wouldn't have wanted to stay with me the way that I was. Like, I I just I needed to grow up again, you know. Right. I mean,
0: yeah. I went obviously. I had so much fun with you guys, and you were both great people. Together or apart, I just was—it was so funny. I'll never forget (laughs) that poop story. Oh, don't say it! I knew you were
1: going to say it. (laughs) You know, I still—I would never, ever, ever tell my boyfriend that story. story?
0: God, no! What's the embarrassing story with your new boyfriend? Anything? Come on, (laughs) (laughs) come
1: on! It makes me sound like a psychopath. Tell me. Okay, this is super embarrassing because of how, because of how I acted afterwards. Okay, so on his bedside table, he always has this coaster, and we were making up the bed at night for some reason. I'm not really sure why. And I made us because we had just come back from the gym, and I was like, okay, I'm getting in the shower. He's like, make help me make up the bed. So I threw a pillow just being cheeky I guess and something knocked off the bedside table. So I was like, "Oh no." And I picked up the pillow and I saw that the coaster was still there. But I was like, oh, "Okay, it wasn't the coaster." So I got my phone out, put my flashlight on and looked behind there. And what I saw was like this box. And I was like, "What is this box?" So I'm in my head, I'm freaking out. I'm like, "Go get in the shower. When he goes to the other room, go out then there you and look." Can, so yeah. I, so I text my best friends immediately and I'm like, Rachel, oh my God, I found a ring box. It's behind the bed. Was it like ring size? Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, it was like a small box. Okay.
1: It was a small box. It's like, oh yeah, that's what this is. She was like, I was like, should I look? And she was like, no, stop it. You're a psycho. And I was like, should I say something? She's like, no, stop it. No. You're a psycho. Ah. Yeah. So then the next day I go to work. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to go over there, and I'm going to have to look when he's not there. So I text my friend Chantel, and I'm like, Chantel, this is what happened. What should I do? And she's like, go home immediately. Go get it. Look. Open it. So I had two people conflicted. I was like, "Mm, what do I do? Listen to the person who tells me to look. Right? So I did. So I come back. I flashed the light back there again. And, oh, I guess the first time I didn't flash the light, I just leaned and I looked. So I flashed the light back there. And what was it? It is a, it's a box, but it is one of those piece of box, like the wooden box art that says, I love you to the moon. It's from, it's from his mom and it's always over there. And that's what fell behind. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad I didn't say anything. But then like two nights later, I told him the whole story and he was like, you
0: are, so- you are psycho. <laughs> what would you have done if it was a ring oh my gosh that's the
1: real question like do you say something well no you don't say anything because see like could you imagine somebody like me so I probably would like had someone and be like oh so when are you gonna give me that box and you'd be like what are you talking about I know you have something uh, no I don't crazy lady and he'd, if he did he probably wouldn't
0: after that point. oh yeah no the ring would go back to the store for sure
1: yeah because <laughs> then he would think I was like snooping and I wasn't snooping it was an accident but then it made me want to snoop, and You're a snoop.
0: <sighs> made me want to but I did it it's better than the poop story for sure
1: but that poop story
0: guys even if it's painful like fast forward all the relationship (laughs) stuff and just listen to the part about courtney's embarrassing
1: poop story that's still the most embarrassing story of my life like
0: i wish i had something like that to contribute to the world i can't top that story (laughs) well speaking of boyfriend i can't what's your boyfriend's name is that weird because his instagram is not his name
1: um, so I don't want to say his full name just cause I don't want to like, say his full name. I'll tell you his name is Sherm. That's what I call him. That's okay. what I call him. Sherm. Sherm. Yeah. How uh-huh. did you
0: meet Sherm?
1: So, uh, one of my sorority sisters, she's three years younger than me. Well, okay. Let me backtrack. So I graduated from ECU in 2009 he went to ECU for grad school in 2012. So, yes, I'm being a little bit of a cook here. I'm older than him, and I'm... Hot <laughs> it dog. I've never, <laughs> I've never dated anybody younger than me, like, especially not three years younger, but it will. It hasn't. It, it's not as
0: weird as everyone makes it out to be, so, <laughs> Yeah.
1: Anyway, so he actually lived with some of my sorority sisters in like one of the sorority houses that were on the row, because he went there for a year, needed a roommate, somehow got connected and lived with a bunch of these girls. girls. Okay. And yeah, lived with a bunch of these girls and they've been super tight since. So he's lived a bunch of different places and like Orlando, Virginia Beach. He was in uh, Canada and Winnipeg for a while relocated here last year and i literally she they were on vacation somewhere with one or a couple of the girls and their family and i saw him sitting at this like bar and i was like oh he has nice muscles i literally like swiped up to my friend and i was like who's your friend is he single does he live in raleigh so this was in december of last year last year and then since they were on vacation, she was like, oh, yeah, he's single. And I was like, oh, OK. And then that was kind of the end of it. And then a couple of days later, he slid into my DMs and I didn't answer for a day.
0: And <laughs> to make him wait. Got to make him wait.
1: <laughs> Got to make him wait. All it was was like, hi, I'm I, hi. <laughs> and then like we started messaging back and forth for like a week. And then we hung out. I guess it was a week later. And then we stayed friends until January ish okay and because we both had stuff going on and then yeah we became friends first and beautiful then then we started like dating
0: dating
1: i know you
0: guys are pretty hot together i'm
1: not gonna lie i'm i'm obsessed with him are you in love oh my god yes i love him so much like i didn't know that love felt like this that like makes me teary-eyed saying it, but like I I didn't know, and not to say that I haven't been in love before, but like this is next level love, and like ch- like change your behavior, love. Make sure that y- you're growing together, love, and like you know we were able to bond on some things that, and I'm not gonna tell his story for him but we were able to bond on some things that had both happened to us and both things that we were trying to overcome. And when you can connect with somebody on a painful level and then helping each other heal. And like, that's a trust that was built pretty quickly for us. And I think that that was, I know that that was the foundation that normal relationships are based on and like it's happened fast and like we knew we loved each other fast but like it's just it's a love that's been growing like in the beginning it was i don't i don't i don't know how to explain it but it's just every day i love him more and more
0: i guess what kind of lessons did you take into this relationship from your marriage or relationships before that you said you wanted to grow so like what are you taking into this that you're trying to improve about
1: yourself um, well, knowing your flaws and knowing that, like, just because it's part of your personality doesn't mean it's okay. And like, for example, um, I don't, li- I don't like to claim, like I'm not filthy. I'm pretty sure we talked about this. We discussed this. I hate this. cleaning. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So like, I hate it. I'm also like, well, it doesn't mean that I'm like dirty but I'm messy. I leave a trail of destruction behind me wherever I go. Like, you can tell Courtney's been there. That's one of the things that, like, in Sherm is, like, pretty OCD about things. Like, he's very organized. Like, he folds his clothes a certain way. Like, I, I mean, I dig it. It's not me, but, like, you know, that makes me want to be cleaner and, like, more tidy and put stuff away. And, and that might sound trivial to other people, but, like, if you want to live your life with someone, you got to clean up. Yeah. Um, Something else too, that like I got super slack on in my relationship with Jason was I was not interested in going to the gym anymore. It wasn't a part of my life. Um, It is now. And that started when I left New York and I came back because number one, I needed something to for my head to do other than sit there. And like, I remember too, like when I couldn't sleep and it was 430 in the morning, I got up and went to the freaking apartment gym and ran until it didn't hurt anymore and then i would do my day and like little things like that made me realize that i needed therapy as like the gym kind of sorta and that i needed some way to get stress and anxiety out because i didn't want to be a person who took medication for anymore and like in new york um, well i mean i've had adhd for years and i took adderall for a long time it screwed me up. And I know that that definitely played a part in mine and Jason's relationship because I was up and down all the time, up and down, up and down. And it didn't, I didn't handle my anxiety well at all. And I really and truly believe in like, I'm not a medical doctor. I really and truly believe that eating a balanced diet with good fats in it and focusing on healthy habits and exercise and things like sunlight and vitamins it makes a difference and so that's another thing that I've changed that I'm pretty happy about
0: you guys are cute are you gonna marry him (laughs) thanks
1: oh yeah for sure 100% (laughs) (laughs) he's
0: your husband Well, not yet. And I was like, crazy person, but you thought he had a ring. So, like, obvious.
1: <laughs> yes, we're definitely getting married. I don't know when, but sooner rather than later. Okay. Because you want babies. We do want babies, but, you know, we've talked about this too. We want time together. Everything changes when you bring a baby into the world and responsibilities change. And right now we've been like focusing on traveling a lot. We're gone all the time. I can but see that. I love I love it though. Yeah. It's so great. It's so much fun. So you're going to
0: take your time.
1: Yes. Not going to do anything too fast. Um been down that road and um I don't want that again. I don't I don't want a divorce again. Um I want something that's going to be for forever and you know, I never expected to be divorced in my life. And a lot of, like, shame came along with that because, you know, I am a Christian. I know what it says in the Bible. Um, I know how things are supposed to be. And also, I know how my family felt when I married a stranger. And I thought I was proving them wrong for the whole time. <laughs> like, this is going to work. Yeah, like, see, you <laughs> were wrong. Should have lived. Should have listened to me. And that's like one of the reasons, too, that I know that I've been able to look back and reflect and to see that all of this had a purpose because it was preparing both of us for our next part of our life and our next chapter. And that's why I said earlier, too, I don't regret or discredit one single moment in mine and Jason's relationship or anything to do with the show or outside of the show because. I needed those experiences and so did he to make us ready for our forevers. And yes, was it extreme that we were married? It was, but both had like not been in that kind of committed relationship before. You know, like he had always had to take care of people. Right. He needs someone that can take care of him emotionally to where he's safe. And I think I'm not saying that I wasn't that, but I wasn't all I wasn't that all the time. Yeah. Sometimes I was sometimes i was not and i think he has found a person who's going to take care of him for forever guys
0: i've still i still follow jason i'm still loyal to my friends <laughs> he has a love too now yeah they're cute though everyone's got hot partners
1: ooh well thanks i think sherm's
0: hot <laughs> sherm's cute i mean he's got the muscles so clearly like on brand we know something you're into <laughs> Did he know you were on the show? Like, this is just in general for me, dating-wise. Like, was that something that you... So tell me about your life. Oh, like, I was on this show one time. Did you talk about that?
1: Well, so... Casey she's the one who told him after I was like oh who's that is he single and um, she was like um, this is my friend she was on a show and I guess he stalked my entire life and I never removed any pictures of Jason anyways or removed anything but like stalked my entire Instagram they life and then when we became friends yeah then I stalked his entire Instagram <laughs> life learned a whole lot about him accidentally liked a couple of pictures I was yes.
0: like oh no oh no <laughs>
1: What a but great um, we ne- he's never seen the show. Some of his, A lot of his friends know about the show. People in his family know about the show. Um, we can talk about it now. But in the very beginning, we would talk about it here and there. Um, I, I didn't ever want him to watch the show. And I still don't for the mere reason that he will see me very happy. Because I was very happy at that time in my life. He'll see me happy with the person that and I don't want that to be an image that he ever like relives in his head or thinks about in his head because the past made us who we are. But it's also that was my past and he's my future.
0: Wow. (laughs) You're really just like dropping mics all the time. I mean, I guess your point being that you and Jason clearly are both happier apart and that you're both extremely happy. This is great. Yeah.
1: And like, I know that this doesn't always work out this way for other people and, and it doesn't. And I think that we're both like lucky, but at the same time, I think this is what was meant to be. And it's, I feel like sometimes I feel guilty even being like, yes, I'm so happy now because I don't want it to be like, well, you are happy. We saw you happy. So what happened? And that's what a lot of people say. And I had one little turd write to me the other day. He was like, oh, I see you like men with muscles. Why didn't it work out with Jason? <laughs> it's not. That's like being like
0: every man with muscles is exactly the same.
1: Yeah. No. Well, I mean, it's just it's crazy. Like people think that, oh, you are y'all are cute. So why didn't it work out? Well, looks fade number one. Yeah. Like I could be a snaggle tooth tomorrow. You never know.
0: <laughs> I could be a snaggle tooth. <laughs> okay. Someone wanted to know if you miss anything about New
1: York City. Oh well, my best friend Chantel still lives there. And two of my best friends, Michael and Eric, still live there. Um, one of my makeup friends, Jody. I miss my friends and I do miss being able to walk outside and, like, walk down the street to the bodega. I I realized that I have to kind of force myself to walk more here, and it just seemed a lot more effortless. Um, I also just miss the energy of the city because that's something that is almost indescribable. Like, you can't... Yeah, it's just, like, it's so cool. And the fact, like, you can have... At 5 a.m. or 6 a.m., you have people going to work, going to the gym, hammered. Coming back from the bar... (laughs) Yeah, everything in between, oh, and
0: it's yeah.
1: And I, I do miss this city.
0: Yeah, I kind of do too. I miss well, I miss this one little deli right down the street.
1: Yeah. Oh, I miss artichoke pizza. Oh, oh. oh. <sighs> that is what i or miss. Or just like
0: one dollar <laughs> two slices. You know what I mean? Like two. A. I don't think I,
1: I don't think I ever
0: had that. It's like every corner store where it th- on the wall, it just says $1, two slices. Well, now fantastic. I have to go back for that, then. Fantastic. So everyone wanted to know um, what you do from w- for work, which you kind of said. Someone wanted to know if you're doing burlesque still.
1: No, I haven't done burlesque since um, since the show, since, like, after Jason and I were married. Why did I not know that about you? That's so badass that you did that. About the burlesque? Yeah, yeah it was like it made me love myself and like my like body and things and I mean now I kind of like I wouldn't do it now but um so like then I people always called me cute and like Mm. people be like oh my god like my entire like oh you're so cute and like I like being called cute but then for a while I was like I don't feel sexy I don't feel pretty and I would like look at other people and like these other like women and like these people in like the club and stuff and I would just be like I want to be like that like I like their clothes, I like this, I like that. And I would like look at myself and I was like, I don't like this. So I was doing makeup for a opera. Mm -hmm. And in that opera, the woman who ran the makeup department, like I got an internship with them, and she had something on the side. She had her performance company on the side, which was this burlesque group. And she was like, you know, we need somebody to do makeup. Can you do this makeup? This is your trial. So I did it. And then I kept working in the wig place and then for the <clears throat> opera. And then she came back and she's like, You know, we need somebody to kitten. Do you know what kittening is? I was like, Nope. She's, Well, you pick up clothes. I was like, Okay. And she was like, And you dress up. It's for the burlesque show. I was like, Oh, I can do that. So that's, yeah, it's called being a kitten. And so you literally, you're like a stagehand. You came on stage, oh, cool. you picked up the clothes afterwards, you like changed the set. And so that was my primary role for like the first couple months and then a girl got sick right before and you were next in line. Right? Yeah, right before the Christmas show. So I got to do a little singing part and I had a bigger dance part and then I just kind of like moved up from there. That's so cool.
0: This has nothing um to do with burlesque, but I was just in Amsterdam and we went to sex shows which is not burlesque, but yeah. <laughs> but they had this pull part where these girls were doing these like amazing to me it was like artistry. It was so awesome. They looked like they love their bodies so much. And I was just like, wow, that's so cool. How they're just so confident. And ugh, it was amazing.
1: I think that's like one of the things that attracted me to it yeah. also, like seeing people who weren't what society tells us is perfect and them c- being confident and loving their body and not giving a crap what anybody had to say or think and just embracing who you are and just being happy with your feminine energy. And even like there's guys in burlesque too. So oh,
0: yeah, no. Well, I didn't know you did that. So I just had to ask that question <laughs> because I was like, how did I miss that whole thing? <laughs> uh, a lot of people want to know if you're still close with Jamie.
1: Um, her and I talk here and there. It's hard because we're gone, and you know, and like I'm not there, but we do talk here and there. I'm supposed to be doing the um podcast, and we're gonna try and get Sherm on there to talk some too. So I didn't get Sherm, but she gets sherm well, he's he's working. It's
0: kind of disrespectful. A- like not gonna lie. I, I
1: know, next mean. time, next time, next time. Maybe I
0: could have shared so many embarrassing stories. what annoys no. most
1: about each other. <sighs> Oh, that can be next. That can be next time for sure. Damn it! And then we don't have to. But then I didn't want him either to like have to hear too much about Jason. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I do get to talk to Jamie every now and then, but yes, I'm so happy for you.
0: Oh, thanks. I mean, I've been watching along, and you're traveling and loving life. But so many people were like. We haven't heard anything about Courtney's man. I'm like, I know, I know. <laughs> so this is so great. I'm happy for you both. Thank you. You're like weeping, talking about Sherm. I like can't even deal right oh, now. Oh,
1: I know. He like me, he makes me happy, and I'm like
0: about to ovulate, so I'm like extra emotional. <laughs> oh, someone wanted to know just in general. Obviously, like because most of the people in the world followed along with you and Jason. What are you going to do with your social now? Like, do you see yourself wanting to be more private or are you just going to embrace what you've got? And
1: well, so that was something that I did a podcast a couple weeks ago with far betterment and something that we had talked about because I don't know why people follow me. Like,
0: I mean, I know yeah, they I say the same thing, so it's fine.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, like you have a talent, like you've like worked. So, I... <laughs> you have a talent. <laughs> Well, my talent was I I got married on TV. And, you know, I know that I've been handed a platform and I don't always feel that I deserve it. And I do want to do I do want to use it for something good. And, you know, I have lost a lot of followers. I lose them every day. That's okay. And I say all the time, if you're not here for it, don't be here for it. Go. Go. You're like, nobody's keeping you here. Just go. Yeah, just go. (laughs) And be like, don't let the door hit you or the good Lord split you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's how. But I I like to share stuff about my faith, fun stuff that I do. Um, I've been, like, talking about food lately. I'm not really sure what I want to do with it, but I want to use it for something to help people. Food, faith, and fun. I'm, I guess, maybe. I did ask like a couple weeks ago, like, you know, what do you guys want to see? And a lot of people still, they want to see makeup tutorials or makeup products. Um, some people, what else did they say? Oh, I asked, I was like, do you want to see a relationship or do you want me to keep it off Instagram? Every, almost everybody Everyone was like, yes, we want to, we want to see. Yeah. Obviously. And so like, I'm okay to a certain extent showing that. um, But I don't want to show absolutely everything because some things you need to keep private.
0: Well, and people don't need to be all up in your grill like they were before. Like you didn't choose this relationship in the public. So yeah, you know, the more you give people, the more they have an opinion on and it's just stupid.
1: No, I I agree. So, and also too, like I have to be comfortable with everything, anything that I put out there. I need to make sure that you know it's doing something good, and it's not just terrible. And like something that I talked about on the other podcast was when I started to realize that the things that I did and I said had an impact on other people. Like there are also like kids that I've babysat throughout the years that follow me that are now like. Like, pre-teens and teenagers. And then, like, there's, like, some eight-year-olds that follow me, and I'm like, is what's coming out of your mouth a good thing or is it a bad thing? And, like, my dad addressed that with me a couple years ago, and he was like, you picked this. You need to do something good with it. Don't do crap with it.
0: You have a responsibility, yeah.
1: Yeah, I am going to be working with um, the American Heart Association more to um, here in Raleigh and also in Charlotte. And I kind of forgot about that until now. But working with them more specifically as an ambassador for social media. So I hope, too, that that can help me find a direction. And I would like to get involved with some um, girl programs. Nothing against guys, but (laughs) I'm really good with kids. And, like, kids talk to me. And I kind of like being around kids and animals more than people. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So possibly go in that route too, but I think for whatever it is that I'm meant to do with this, I'm going to have to, you know, address some things from my past that I haven't really publicly spoken about and um, it's like hard topics and I don't really know the best way to go about that, but I think that that might be something that will happen on my Instagram too.
0: Follow along. Did you change your handle? It was never, I did
1: not Yes. Court Ray. It was never. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. C O R T R A E.
1: Yes. That's, I just, I always change like underneath. Like sometimes it said Courtney carry on or Courtney Hendricks carry yeah, on or Courtney Ray. Or yeah. Yeah. I just mess with that. Oh, I have one more story for you. Do you want to know what Sherm calls me? What my nickname is or actually, he doesn't even call me Courtney. <laughs> I'm scared <Okay. laughs> it's not bad so one time I don't know we were sitting somewhere getting a beer and I was like oh yeah you know my Instagram is court ray and he was like yeah Courtray. and I was like Courtray? no it's court ray and like we literally went back and forth for a solid Courtray. five minutes and he's like Courtray. and I'm like no it's not well Courtray. he just di- he knew what my Instagram was but he just said that that way to piss me off and because he likes to make fun of me it
0: does it could be tray.
1: <laughs> he calls me Trey now. Like he my name is Trey. He doesn't call me Courtney. It is Trey. Trey. <laughs> or so I have to tell you there's another one. Trash oh. Trey, but Trash Trey. So at the end of last year, into December, I took one I took a spot with a group of his friends for a cruise because the person who was supposed to be going with him, he was no longer
0: I remember those pictures, yep.
1: Yeah, I was like, he was like, hey, you want to go on a trip? And I was like, hey, yeah, what do I have to pay for? He was like, your, your plane ticket. I was like, yep, cool. I'll be there. Sure. So at that time, I was still, I was on the jewel for a while. I'm not anymore. I was on the pods. <laughs> the <jewel. laughs> and I took <laughs> and I took six jewel, you know, five days, that's plenty. Well, what I didn't anticipate was everybody was going to like a mango jewel pod. These fools, there were four of us total. These fools sucked me dry in two and a half days. And we were looking. <laughs> I had like this big like bag with me. Yeah. And we were looking for like maybe a jewel a pod that had a tiny idea. bit. Yep. Yes. Like like scavengers. Yeah. So we're sitting in the room digging through my purse and he's pulling out handfuls of trash. And it's just like, like wrappers, old brand, receipts, yeah. napkins. Like, yep. I'm pretty sure there's a ketchup and mayonnaise packet and all these empty jewel pots. And he was like, this is just trash. You're not Portray. He trash was like, tray. you're Trash Tray. So
0: <laughs> Everyone follow Trash Tray on Instagram. <laughs> it's spelled Cortray. <laughs> well go put some clothes on my friend it's okay it's been necky for way too long <laughs> all right everyone follow trash tray and love on her and then also follow jason because he's still a good dude
1: and yes agreed uh,
0: agreed
1: all right i love you love you <laughs> talk to you soon bye